1: everybody to another episode of Talking With Friends. I'm Josh Chernoff from the Mind of the Meanie podcast. And you know that already because you're here on YouTube.com slash Mind of the Meanie. But today I'm not talking to the Blue Meanie. No, I'm talking with friends. TWF style. We're going to start. We've got my brother Fred Chernoff is here. Fred, how are you? Doing good. Excellent. We've got Calvin Tan. Calvin, how are you?
2: I am excellent,
1: and Matthew Mangle, how are you? I am doing swell. Mm, well, not I swollen. I didn't want any uh, yeah. anything personal, but I'm glad you brought up swollen because kind of the the uh, the episode <sighs> we're going to talk about today is uh, I think we're going to pick up where we left off last time. So we're picking up around April of two thousand, maybe even March of two thousand and two. Uh, for those of you who listened in the past, you know, once upon a time, the TWF was the Teenage Wrestling Foundation. Then in February 2002, it came back as uh, the Wrestling Federation, TWF. Um, it was legit. We, we were licensed with State Athletic Commission. Um, we we did a show no called fans. Back from Beyond. We, we What's mm-hmm. that? We drew what? We drew almost no fans. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Um, but that's something that's not uh, specific to February of 2002. Um, so we, uh, so here we are, we do this show. We had our, our situations with, uh, uh, getting off his ring there and whatnot. <clears throat> so now we're planning this next show. We've got a show coming up. It's already, it's, it's booked Terry and it's booked, uh, at a little place yeah. called skate three Oh nine, uh, three Oh nine. Yeah. And uh, as Matt Mangle runs away, um, <laughs> and no, it's cool. A tough say goodnight to your kids you know could have done it. and he's working uh, a match over uh, there what in the sweet find oh. his demons oh um, welcome so, back matt mangle
0: so we we, we booked <laughs> never failed.
1: yes yeah, skate 309, skate 309. Now, how do we think, find the here? biggest yeah oh
0: I, well, I was gonna say i think the biggest thing coming out of the the first show leading into where where we're going is that we made a decision, I think we touched on it a little bit. We made a decision for for the first time to give a belt to someone that we didn't really know. That's yeah. We didn't go all being, the way in
1: talking about that last time. So let, let's touch so, base so on we, it. So we,
0: we, we decided that we wanted to, as part of branching out and becoming a, a legitimate independent wrestling federation, we were going to we we're going to retain our primary title in-house, that it was going to be only from our what we call our homegrowns. For the time being, at least, and we said, but the Pennsylvania title, which I used to hold, was going to be opened up to that. That was going to be available to the indie workers. That we were gonna, we were gonna test the waters a little bit with our secondary title. So see we end who, up see after, who we can
1: trust. That was really the thing, you know. We want to exactly. We had never worked and, and, with anyone that wasn't, and a we were result. right. We yeah.
0: were right to, to, to question. Oh, yeah. it. So so we we came out of the first show after running a tournament, and um, was it the I'm one and only. only the one and only Andy. we did we did mention him so the one oh and only to, to recap was a student at the Wild Samoan training center and had worked on on some of the office shows and we didn't know the distinction that he was not a graduate yet right. um but he presented himself that he was available for bookings and he was the only the only name the one and the Ironic. only name yeah. that he was the only wrestler that we get familiar with. So we thought, okay, he's the guy that we should go with to put the the in
1: the title. Out. So, yeah, so we gave him the title. And then, yeah. um, so, long story short. Uh, long story me. was not... Um, I don't know if people were in Offa's ear. I'd gotten this weird email from him at one point of... Who's more important to WXW? And it was um, supremely great or someone else. I don't remember who it was. Fred, do you remember?
0: Uh, it wasn't a wrestler. I don't know. No, think it was it like was, a commentator or something. Um, and it was this yeah.
1: random out of nowhere email and office just like, who, you know, uh, I have a question for you. Who is more important to? So I gave the most political answer where basically I answered the question by saying the strong points of both. And never actually even gave an answer of who it was. I'm like it was at that point, I was already smart enough to know like yeah, I was what just
0: saying it was it was it was a great answer and not at all characteristic of the way you approached anything back in those days. No, no. Normally really I would well just be like,
1: Oh well, that dude's a mark. He's not, you know. But uh so anyway, I think in my opinion, I think people were ah, oh, said mark. mark Yeah, we're gonna Sorry. get to that for sure. <laughs> um I think if I if I had to guess somebody was an office ear, and they weren't happy about the fact that we were running shows right? and that we, we were using office ring and maybe I, you know, we still had that, that teenage, um, thing about it. that People couldn't like break away from. Um, right. and I mean, in fairness, some of I was 18, I was still a teenager. Some of us were still teenagers. um, and I don't know what yeah,
0: were- we, we were presented like the the Teenage Wrestling Foundation was was a whole different story. That was that was not a legal professional wrestling league. And that, that those were, were kids. But when we came back and we saw ourselves as well, now we're grown up and we're doing it mm-hmm. for real. But in the wrestling business, we were all still kids. And, yes. and from a perspective of often the people hanging around him, it was a bunch of, of young Marks pretty yeah. much. Trying and to I mean, on a lead. so,
1: and I had tried to, you know, quote unquote, make it on my own. Um, but I made a huge mistake with that as well. Um, prior to bringing back the TWF, I made a deal with a gentleman by the name of Rob Dimension, um, for Steve Carino's uh, PWF. And the deal was I sell X number of tickets, I get to wrestle on the show. That is. Not the first time or the last time that'll ever happen. It's a very common uh, independent wrestling practice. Um, sold a bunch of tickets. Said I wanted to work in a, a tag match. It was going to be me and lukewarm John Brody of TWF fame. Um, versus, I can't remember for the life of me, the team's name. Um, but a uh, couple, of, couple of big guys. And uh, we get there that day and it gets changed to it's going to be me versus Brody. Um, and we were like, okay, well, you know what? Like, that's fine. We wrestled back in 99, you know, <laughs> this is 2001, but we wrestled back in 99. Um, and, uh, we can do this. We can put on a match. This won't be a problem. I had been training at office. John had not. Um, and that was a big mistake. My thought was John knows how to bump. He can take some direction and he can come in for a couple of high spots in this tag match. And I will basically take most of the heat and all that. And I'll I'll be in there working the majority of the match. Um,
0: from our perspective, we had no idea why you wanted to like, like I think originally when you started training and that's a whole story in itself, but, but you were supposed to start with John yes, and he backed out of, of training. And so I think from our perspective and uh, among the, Friends and also in the family, it was a question of why we we saw you. Know, you had been you had gone on to the next level and had been training, and we didn't know why you didn't want to work a trained wrestler, and why you would bring John, who had chosen not to train.
1: It's very simple: comfort zone. Um, showing up to a show by yourself to go do this thing very uncomfortable. Yeah, that was it. I mean, I I was that that is not a good reason, um, but that was the reason. The reason was if I have. John here with me. Well, I've got my buddy here. And then you also have to remember, we'd kind of been burnt by Dino Santa. Um, so the idea we, of yeah, having some yeah. form of, you know, not that anyone who knew John Brody at the time back up you know, but, but the, the idea of having somebody that I know is watching my back and somebody, you know, them there with. Yeah. So, uh, short story long, basically what happened was, um, that match was the drizzling shits. It was horrible. Yep. It was terrible. Right before we walked out, they cut us from like eight minutes to like three or so. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was it was, it was just a long terrible. Three minutes. I called a drop toe hold spot uh for me to give Brody a drop toe hold. And as Brody came off the ropes at me and I turned my body to drop toe hold him, he attempted to pretty much baseball slide into drop toe holding me, um, which obviously. I send you off the ropes and I say, drop toe hold. You know, if you're trained even for a little bit, and I don't mean that to be insulting to Brody, he wasn't trained. But if you're trained for a little bit, you know you're not the one, if you're being sent off the ropes, you're not the one doing a drop toe hold. So that I remember was a disaster. We ended the match. We got attacked afterwards, as we were supposed to by another team. Um, They were hitting us with power bombs, doing things like that. I will say, again, I can't remember their names, uh, but they took perfect care of us. Huge difference from the the crap with Dino Santa and all that. These guys came in. Uh, we, A, we knew they were running in at the end of the match, um, but uh, it, it went really well, uh, that aspect. Everything else was, was horrible. Uh, so jumping ahead, they love that we packed the house, so to speak, um, and... Rob Dimension offered a, a contract basically for us to become like a, like a subsidiary of, uh, of PWF. And we had a meeting about it because I was like, well, if we're going to start our own branch of this, um, I, I pretty much, I think it was us and the the four of us. And we had this conversation and I remember holding up the, you know, and and, and we all just had a bad feeling about it. And I said, "Well, then, screw it!" And I ripped up the the contract, um, and we said, "Let's bring back the TWF," and that jumps us now back to. Which
0: I was I was going to say that that's I mean it, it kind of connects everything you're talking about with, with what happened with Dino Santa, which is a whole, yeah. whole thing. But but
1: we'll do a Dino episode one day.
0: We will, yeah. But we'll
1: send us everything tying
0: hunt. tying into uh, the the decision we made with the Pennsylvania title, the, everything that we were versus the the world title and keeping that in-house and everything a lot of it was that our experience was teaching us to not really trust anyone in the business that if we didn't take care of our own we we couldn't if we didn't have control of the book pretty much we were we were in big Mm -hmm. trouble and 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 we saw that time and time again and i do and i do remember that off of it that he his advice to you when you said you wanted to run a twf show when you were Cause I don't, I do really like know, know, know. It was that, it was, it was back from, I know from, from beyond. heat yeah. related to the, to the, the Steve Carino show, but, but when you were going to run your own show, Afa told you that was his best advice was yep. you have to like, make sure that you're clearly in charge or they will walk all over yeah. you. And that, that, you know, wrestlers will walk respect. all over you.
1: And he got, I mean, he gave, uh, incredible advice. Yep. Unfortunately, like I said, I think people were in his ear and I think, I would love to think in my mind, and I'm curious what you guys think, I would love to think in my mind that like he felt threatened w x w felt threatened by the t w f yeah. coming in more than anything, somebody may have been like, "Dude, you can't have these kids with your ring, with your reputation, yep. your guys there setting up the show, and they're doing talent. this yeah, you know now jockey. granted, we were having good sh- we were having you know aside from the you know triple threat um the, yeah the, the ring
3: is like the ring was actually well as we're going to get to I'm I'm sure mm-hmm. it may have been a bit of a blessing in disguise because that ring was an elevated sidewalk okay yeah um, you, but I, harder softer bumps yes
0: it was yes. my right that it was it was a an old WWF ring from before they re, yes. redid that I think the- it
1: it was so it had a spring in yeah. the middle which yeah. is That's, laughable because anyone that spring thinking with about the that Bluetooth, do- Josh. Dude, that spring it was hard. That spring <laughs> um, was so thick uh, and vascular. It was um, <laughs> no. That's that spring though was just it was so solid that there girth. was a little that was a bit. Spring. Uh, yeah, there was a little bit of give when a three hundred plus pound Samoan bumped on it, but when I bumped on it. Um, with my back back then inflating my weight to a weight that I wish I could now legitimately drop down to. <laughs> um, I, it, it was not, uh, it didn't move. It didn't budge. It was terrible. Um, but long story, even longer, uh, alpha apparently had a meeting with everybody for WXW and said, you can't work these shows. So we had, uh, Tommy Swade booked. Um, right, yeah, and so, uh, so that was
0: so we had moved beyond just just Andy only, and we were now actively I, I, I will say poaching because we weren't signing exclusive No, deals, but our, we were our trying thought utilized WXW talent.
1: Our thought was WXW. These are the only people we really know, and that we, we feel know that we, we can trust, them, trust. Yeah, yeah. So the story as we were told was that Afa mm-hmm. said their backyard, you can't work for them. I don't know that Alpha ever said that. I I don't. I don't think to this day that Offa really said that.
2: I think other people.
1: He, yeah, I think he was just saying.
2: more concerned with the liability. Yeah. I think
1: other other people were kind of giving the old like, "Hey, brother, I heard uh, from Pops. You, know, you worked that show, brother. You're not getting think, booked." That's watch, what I, I think was happening. It. I don't think this was a. I, I, I just. I, I I think I think well, it's not like Offa. You know, it wasn't. It, it wasn't.
0: No, it was not. And and I'll say, I, I don't know if anyone's seen the um the Young Rock show. Um, great which, show, which is pretty pretty good. Um, and Off is having a a, a resurgence there, that yes. and, and and it and it gives me uh, it gives me a lot of a lot of points with my wife because I get to explain Leslie <laughs> that uh, that that I I, I kind of knew that guy. Yeah. Um, and and that's but, the thing. Uh, like
1: he was he he was and is a uh, a good man. And I just don't believe we never really
0: understood what happened, but I I do, I think the while while it was a far cry from, from beyond the grave where there were the the teenage wrestling foundation, where we are very, very fortunate that there were no serious injuries there Mm -hmm. out of that. Um, There was nothing that came close to that, including the the triple threat, which at, at back from beyond, which wasn't great, but it was not, it wasn't. Backyard crap, in to the same no. degree, and and it was inexperienced. But, it was
1: green. It was trained green but, wrestlers, but for the most had, part. We also with had no a experience. wrestler
0: named Green. Um, a wrestler named that, Green. Th- that's that's what I was getting at. Was I think if you're if you are the guys that that came and I won't say who but who who came representing Alpha and brought the ring, and they're mm-hmm. watching this show and they don't know much of any of the talent, and they see things like like. Sassy Mike Molassi versus big Lou who not, neither of them had, had ever been in a ring before and they don't know what they're doing. And they see this stuff. That's where that starts to get back going. You know, like uh, Josh is running a, a shit show that you he's be running on to train. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah.
1: we obviously we had Kevin Matthews, we had Scott yeah. Fowler. Um, but then again, we had Bill Bain was his first professional match. First match. Now look, yeah. yep. your first match has to be somewhere,
2: you know, there's nothing trained. wrong. Yeah. he was yeah, trained,
1: that. he was trained by Scott. Um, right. How much more trained was Bill by Scott than the fact that Mangle was trained pretty much by me at that point, mm-hmm. you know, and would be trained by other people as time would go on? And we'll get to that. So that's, that. I, 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 right, right. Maybe I think it. Think... Maybe it was his best trainer, his mess trainer, but we'll,
0: Engine. I think, I think if, I mean, to put a, to put a bow on it, I think it was a, it was a situation that, that it's perception. And I can yeah. easily see now as unfortunately old as we are. And we look back, it, it, if you imagine looking at, at 18, 19, 20 year old kids doing this stuff, whatever, like it was perception that I think, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think there's any real fault. No, but,
1: but the long, the, the long and the short of it is what happened was, uh, Tommy Suede no showed, didn't cancel, no showed. Um, well, it's even better, right? You know, and he only, uh, canceled. Shit. And I said, well, dude, bring me the, I, I need the belt, mail me the belt. And he did not, I said, or at least just show up and give me the belt. You have the, you know, because we were trying to be respectful. We gave people the belts to take home. Uh, a mistake we didn't learn from on this. Uh, thank you, Danny DeManto. We'll talk about that another time. Mm. But uh, but no, so, so uh, Andy only eventually mailed back the Pennsylvania title. Uh, it was totally... Um, uh, just like make the, make the remark Josh and they want to make no! remember it's still an audio show too um well, it's not, it's not t- not tune TV in youtube.com slash mind of the meanie if you want to know what the hell just happened on Calvin's screen um but uh, uh it was I thought for a second there I saw the old WCW logo um <laughs> but uh
3: it's a reference to 83 weeks uh sp- a spring stampede my good friend 99. Eric Bischoff um <laughs>
1: But uh, no, so um, I'm so derailed here at this point that I don't know what. <laughs> okay, so, you got, so yeah, so, the so, so, yeah, they're gone. But before the no-show happened, that. Afa yep. said I can't do that date. That's right. Right. And I said, he said, "Well, why don't you just change it?" And I like that's even not that we had so many people or something, but that's a pain in the ass for okay. the most established. What, what, wouldn't he know that? And that's, I think it was a work anyway. I think it yeah, was. Hoping to so, just like cut ties and, yeah. and do it in a yeah. friendly way. So I made a call. I thought, let's go back in time then. Who else can you get a ring from? Well, we had off at Beyond the Grave and Back from Beyond. But who did we have before that? We had old Jim Kettner, ECWA. Jim Kettner.
0: Figure, I mean, his rope couldn't possibly break twice. So Yeah,
1: I mean, it had to have been fixed game. by that point in time. A uh, fun fact, last I saw... uh. Um, our friend Dave Sagan, who's a wrestler out in uh in Texas these days, I saw a couple of years ago Dave worked a match for uh for someone, I think they were borrowing the ECWA ring or something. Maybe yeah. he was wrestling for ECWA, whatever it was. It was the same wow. ring as it was from uh Armageddon. Wow. How, same, how do same no the the yeah. uh post no the posts and everything the way that it looked i went back and reviewed oh, other tape but well, i knew that i it was so you, you know well i mean you know it was an important ring to us uh i spent a lot of time looking at the pieces of it you know as it was being uh <laughs> fixed but um so uh we talked See, to jim Tom Kettner, Kettner. Yeah. super cool guy unfortunately they they already had a show going on but he said to me let me give you the number to a, a great guy. Uh, his name's Mark Mast. He's the Mast. Yeah. And uh, Mast has a number of rings. Um, yep. You're going to be good. You're, you're, you're good to go. He'll take care of you. Called Mark Mast. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going? I was like, say hey, hey, yeah. Uh, Jim Kettner said, oh, yeah, I love Jim. Yeah, what can we do for you guys? We'll do whatever. Could not have been a nicer guy. So we're like, okay, well, let's, let's, uh, I was like, Hey, do you mind if maybe like in, this was in March? I'm like, go up to, cause he's talking about how he's got the dungeon and all this place right. where he trains yeah, you people.
0: You asked if, you asked if we could uh, work through our matches. I said, yeah,
1: can we work through stuff. our matches up there? Like, that would be amazing if we could go up. Yeah, 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 do, yeah, come on down, come on down. Like, okay, well, where, where are you located? And so basically he told us to meet him. He's like, it's tough. It's in like a, um, uh, what was it? Like a, 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 a storage, storage facility. facility. Yeah. An outdoor storage facility, cross from so, the
0: mushroom plant.
1: Cross from mushroom plant, or so they said. Outside say. of Boyertown. town. Yeah. yeah, where was where it? Blandon. Blandon. Out in Blandon. I've Never heard of. Out west. Out west, and uh, so we pull up. He said, "Meet him at the Turkey Hill," mm-hmm. and he would then drive. Turkey we Hill's f- a gas station. The gas station. Yeah, for for those who <laughs> don't know, Turkey Hill is is the it's a gas station. Yeah. Thank you, Calvin. That's good. Calvin's I, all, the I, one who always remembers that we have people not. I, I guess in it's, it's more of a, a
0: convenience store with a gas station. Yeah, right. Turkey Hill convenience store.
1: Yes, uh, Turkey Hill also makes a wonderful brand of ice cream. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, uh, some some drink, if you will. Yes. Um, so we go to Turkey Hill, and we're waiting for him to pull up. He tells us what car he's going to be in. It's a tiny little blue car, if I remember correctly. Tiny little sedan. Pulls up next to us. Now, I had pictured, for whatever reason, Mark Mast in my mind was this thin, goateed gentleman. Uh, I don't know why. It's just the sound of his voice, whatever. Well, he had a goatee. Uh, That man is a... Google Mark Mast, or better yet, Matt Mangle. Let's take a look at your shirt. Mangle is wearing a... (laughs) Mangle is mean, wearing I, a, that doesn't do it justice. doesn't do it justice. But, but a phenomenal but, shirt <laughs> uh, with Mark Mast on there. Mark Mast is a man who has worn shirts that say uh, uh, fat people are harder to kidnap. And uh, he's embraced it. Yeah, he so, is. Uh,
0: do you want, so can we give a little overview? I don't, I don't have like a uh, proper notes for better than an a overview of, 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 uh, of, so mess. What at that point? I'm trying to think. I would say he'd probably been in the business for, for over a decade, probably like like maybe 10, between 10 and 15 years. And yeah, I remember he brother, telling us
1: stories about doing stuff at like the Manhattan center for raw. So,
0: okay. Um, and, an and his, extra. his older brother, Troy had been, in the business a good bit longer and they were kind of, we didn't know anything about them, but we learned that they were sort of staples in the, the indie circuit around the Philadelphia region and, and kind of everybody had heard of them at some point or another. And they had, they had a lot of history and a lot of, a lot of stories to tell.
1: Yeah. The mess brothers, uh, they had a tag team. What were they called? The Intimidators. the intimidators,
0: yes, the intimidators.
1: um, and, uh, no, they were, uh, but look. And they ran a school. They ran a school, they yeah, ran a out, school and they out trained out people. The, uh, and there, it was, I mean, it, it, there were a lot of characters there. There was Grifter. There was. Uh, Max Havoc. Max Havoc. There was. Rico um, Suave. Schwarze. Rico Slavé. Yeah, Cremator. Cremator. Um, who yeah. also went by another name at some time when he wasn't wearing the mask. Right? Um, he was. Right, uh, yeah. God, the hell was El, he? El Crematore. No, 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 no. No, when he wasn't <laughs> no, wearing the Cremator know. mask, he was. Uh, John. Uh, no, 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 Mango. I can't believe you don't remember this. He was like a a, a woodsman of some sorts. Brawny? I, mean, I don't no. remember that. No. Oh, there
0: was and, and uh, wasn't wasn't part of his gang. Ronnie Rains?
1: Oh, risky business,
3: risky Ronnie Raines. Yes. Risky business, Ronnie Rains. Manager, Yes. Yeah. Risky business, so, Ronnie Raines. So, so they were
0: they were they were a a band of characters. Many of them were students of the Mess Brothers, and and they were all. And again, uh, prefaced by what I said before that we had already had some experiences that were not so savory and how people treated us because we were younger whether or not I, we don't know they could have we could have walked out of there and they were all just talking shit behind our backs but to our faces they could not have been nicer and more welcoming and yeah. it was just yeah. just a fun group of guys
1: yeah um i'm gonna have to find cream Eater's other name but uh but it, they were a really good group of guys they we would have conversations they talk about how uh i remember the time well this that was i think 2007 maybe with uh uh, the disrespect to Pat Patterson. No, this yeah, was this yeah, was a yeah. time
3: when he was talking about ripping him up and tearing him down with uh, TNA when
1: yeah, TNA. First <laughs> yep. But anyway, so here's the thing. Yeah. So we go to Mark Mast. Mark Mast was over 500 pounds. Uh, that that's really what we're getting to here. Um, the man was morbidly obese. Uh, but we went, we trained. couldn't have been any nicer. Calvin, like he was can there. move in the ring. He could move, pounds, in the he he can really, move in the yes, ring. He really, could. yes, he really could. He can move like a cat when he wanted to. So now Calvin, you weren't there with us for the training. You first met him. We'll fast forward. So we ended up using Mark Mast's ring. Mark Mast had a very similar ring set up at the dungeon to what Afa had. And we were like, uh, okay, fine. It is what it is. Mangle and I work out, you know, Mangle was supposed to be wrestling uh, Brody, but Brody yeah. couldn't do any of our like pre-tape stuff we wanted to do, and I was just like, because I wasn't going to wrestle, I was going to take a little break because my back had been spasming and having all kinds of issues. And then I was just like, you know what, might be a good idea. What if I uh, eat healthier, exercise, drop some weight, and cut my my giant hair that I had? And I was like a new man. So was, we ended up.
0: Brody, Brody wasn't injured or something around that time. A, no, that was a
1: work. That
0: was a work. Okay. <laughs> Look, so we said Brody was injured.
1: Worked. He was actually injured at at beyond the grave, but uh we said that Brody got injured um, and that's why I took his place uh the challenge mangle in a two out of 3 falls match. Right. Okay. Um yeah. so fast forward here we are Skate 309. Uh we've already told the story where our friend Biz cursed everyone off for not being able to get tickets. <laughs> right. Um Skate 309 was was the first time
0: that we we sort of established ourselves in like like kind of outside of doing shows like we went in public we went to do a uh autograph signing and ticket sales
1: yes and a, and a brief, a brief promo
3: which i don't know if anyone has any video of no uh, what
1: i don't even remember I,
3: remember I had the mic i had a live oh mic oh i, you know, I usually bought that. Out. Friday, yeah that, friday's that uh it uh, was a skate night for the kids skate, skate the kids. night for the kids Friday. yeah we gave matt
1: man no, 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 Calvin I'm, were I'm you there for, for yeah I'm, i was Someone, I don't remember the, the
2: promo, track. but I was there for that. I know. Yeah. I feel you were there for
1: that. Calvin was like picking up chicks or something at the that's skating. A, yeah, rink.
0: That's, that's um, Calvin. Was, wasn't that when Calvin connected with the, uh, the, the girl who ended up training to become a wrestler, the red haired girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, I uh, didn't know she
2: ended up training.
1: Yeah. She ended up <laughs> right training yeah. becoming very, uh, uh, had a, had a lot of opinions as the years went mm-hmm. on about, uh, yeah. wrestling. And, and so Mest shows up with his, his band of thieves and,
0: uh, uh, I didn't see
1: anything. No, I shouldn't say. So. Well, no, no, that was office group that took the chairs. Um, <laughs> the chairs yeah, no, but well, they uh, took him after they broke <laughs> him. Band of oh, brothers. Right. You know, yeah. Right. Band of brothers, brother. And, um, Calvin Tan, we haven't heard as much from you today. Well, I wasn't what was your first. Imp- story, I, I know, <laughs> but what was All your right. first impression of Mark Mast?
2: I, he was a really nice guy. I mean, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, we've said it multiple times. Like we've run into all these different characters that were kind of like, Oh, you know, it's the wrestling business. And then, and then Mark Mess, who's, who's actually a nice guy. Um, So it was actually refreshing to, to meet him and talk to him and just watch him work too. Yeah. I think I don't, I don't want to
0: put words in his mouth. And he may, he may have a totally different story of his, if he even remembers us. But, um, but I think that, the same way we talked about last and we prided ourselves and we took the the product that we we came out with very seriously and and we and i think it had a good impact on a lot of our our the people who worked for us and i think for mest for the most part our, our relationship with him was great because what he cared about was the wrestling business deeply passionately very traditional in his views of the wrestling business and we we showed a lot of respect for the most part, and I think that I think that's what you know, got got us over with him.
1: Yeah, um, but he brought a ring that Mangle and I, 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 I re- if my if memory serves me correctly, and it often does not, but if memory serves me correctly, I believe Matt Mangle got in the ring first and kind of like yelled to me across the room, <laughs> like you need to get in this ring. <laughs> it was the best bump. I've oh, yeah. ever, t- like, the best bumping ring I've ever been in, um, period. I think, hands down. Mangled, you agree? Oh, yeah.
3: We had, well, you can tell by our our, our match.
1: That's the we thing. just did I'm what we did, like and a- we overdid
3: everything, and it worked out great. Yeah, I'm fine. taking
1: that high and tight choke slam. Yeah, yeah. Like, it didn't oh, yeah. matter because you have in your <laughs> sure. mind, you've mentally prepared yourself, all these different spots that you're going to take. You've mentally prepared yourself for this solid-ass ring that you've been working in whether it was office or mess training ring. And then you get into this thing. Well, now it feels like you're, you're bumping on a mattress. This
2: now a it wasn't, beam.
1: it was a flex beam ring. Yeah. And we'd yeah, never been in one like that before. It was, yeah. uh, it was awesome. And, and Matt and I ended up having a really solid match uh, that I recently watched back. Mangle brought me the tape um, of the match. Yeah, I haven't watched
3: that in twenty years. Yeah, I I had a box of those tapes. So yeah, before the it deteriorated, ta- I wanted to get you to put them on DVD.
1: So I ended up yeah, because I mean it is two thousand four. So I'll make sure to get that burn that onto a DVD for you. Wait,
2: wait, oh, can we can um, we take it back uh, a, a little? A little, little while yeah, you're can, at? can we take yeah, it back yeah. a little to the ring, right? Because I'm yes. uh, sure a lot of people don't know the difference between mm-hmm. rings, right? So I feel like the Calvin's here to at-
1: like steer us in like.
2: You're oh, like, hey, so you guys
1: were just reminiscing, but in. we have people listening, and they're in <laughs> other countries. Oh yeah, and, and, and this is interesting
2: stuff, right? It because is. the average fan doesn't know about ring construction. Yes, right? so that's a very valid point. Um, so, Alpha's ring with a giant spring in the middle. I guess it's basically um, like. Uh, what kind of board is it on top? Um, well,
1: I mean, it it was wood, solid, right? solid wood. And wood. They're all wood. They're all wood. Yeah.
0: They, I guess it but varies between whether it's planks, like long, long planks, or uh, plywood sheets.
1: I think office were plywood sheets, if I remember correctly. I don't know. I uh, think a difference the in giant the giant spring in the middle. There's the giant spring in the middle, and then of course you do have like the the you know the metal beams, but you have these metal beams so, that well, are basically the structure. Solid. They're more
2: right.
0: So right. so the spring, if I'm correct, that the spring ring is basically a floating extremely hard structure that yes. then sinks on the spring. And the spring the is not is, really is there
1: for give as much as it is to keep the structure up. Yeah. Right. You know, um, and have just the littlest bit of give, but it was very similar to like a boxing ring. Um,
2: the flex beam. So, so ex- yeah. Explain the flex beam Cause so I the have the one no that I'm idea. Most what
1: familiar with is actually the WWE's ring uh, mm. circa circuit 2007 2008 i don't know if they've changed it since then um but that was the ring down in ovw that we used to build and take down and everything like that so basically what you had there was you had these kind of you had your outside of the ring or as the commentators would tell you the hardest part of the ring which for the record right. it really is i slid in the ring once and slammed my knee into it it hurt so bad um but oh, you didn't
3: take out both of them like
1: vince no but i damn near did um Damn near lost one of them, uh, but I still got up. Now then, um, the ring, the way it is, it's it's like metal structuring around, uh, which everybody knows what that looks like. Anytime the apron gets pulled up, you know, for someone to go under, get the tables or whatever, you know what that looks like. Well, across, crisscrossed, um, you have these thin, long, they're hollow, but they're, I mean, they're solid steel, you know, but they're hot. But they are these flex beams, so they're they're a little hot. There's a little um, there's a little more give to them. You have those go across, then you have other ones go the other direction across. On top of that, you put wood uh, planks down. Um, I wish I could remember the the size of them, but they were um, much wider than they were uh, thick. And you'd you'd put, but they were they were um, you'd maybe have for a twenty by twenty maybe have... Were like tw- a foot wide? Maybe, yeah, you, you'd have maybe 20 across as opposed mm-hmm. to these big planks. Then on top of that, you'd roll out like a foam padding, um, which if you're thinking, oh, I knew there was padding, it really is not. I mean, that's the difference of... Think about if you put carpet down on concrete. Well, you're not going to hurt yourself quite as much as if you hit the, you know, the concrete without carpet. Crack but your it's, head open. Yeah, but it's really not, you know, so... Um, yeah, so then they pull a, a canvas super tight on top of it, and that's it. so but that's pretty much what we were dealing with. Uh, if anything, though, it was probably not built nearly as well as a WWE ring. So it had much more of that uh, that you know every time you you sure. stepped on it, it was very loud. Um, there was a lot of spacing between the beams. So when you would hit, there would make a really nice sound. Uh, for a bump but it also kind of sucked when you would run the ropes and stuff and it was a little bouncy but an incredible bump um yeah, but funny you know,
0: funny um I was I was gonna interject with her about about yes. rings um how long we we were we were fascinated by that I mean I could tell a million stories about like that our attempts you and me, Josh of like trying to build our own rings from the <laughs> time we were little kids and stuff but I remember even in high school when around the time when when uh, we, we started connecting up with everybody for the twf we used to get that um it was like a boxing magazine like ringside or something or some sort of some, catalog yeah, yeah. and i remember bringing that in to class with calvin senior year and we were we were looking at that they 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 were offering a wrestling ring for six thousand dollars so we talked that.
1: about that ring i feel like we talked about that ring for like, years if we if and we, then, then how to, how offered a ring 6, and we thousand dollars like, yep like that, that and, been uh, thank god we didn't have like real money Back then. Seriously. Or the things... That's right. That's why Or I'd still have a storage have kind of room money. somewhere with a ring in it and just be like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. be at Matt's gym, But, anyway,
0: but, but you, you were saying...
1: No, uh, all I was going to say was, you know, the ring was meant to have some give to it. Um, but there was another structure there at Skate 309 that night uh, that was not meant to have any give to it. <clears throat> ah. And that was the stage. Right. So... There had been some improvements made, not but much not, at that, many, at that point. not many. Not many. It was pretty produc- similar. Production
0: wise, production wise, it was very similar. the 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 differences were well. There's a few things. I mean, this wasn't connected to what I was doing, but we did. Have, we had live music at the show. Um, our videos had yeah, changed. Yeah, we did. In, we did. Yep, our videos had changed insofar as we now had footage of some of our guys. So, so we right. so the videos were a little better, and we were trying to to introduce pre-tapes, but there were like backstage segments and things yes. like that. So um, Richard, otherwise, it was run it. run. it was run pretty much exactly the same way. The stage had had two significant problems at that point. What, what had been very impressive at the Radisson at the in the ballroom did not work in Skate 309 Nine because we didn't have the same extent. I don't remember even what we had, but we did not have the same extent of draping going on. Um, I don't know if it was totally
1: free-floating, but it was not. I think it was, to- think it was totally free-floating. Yeah, it
2: was free-floating.
1: We had a black paper that we basically got that covered over all, like, the, uh, you know, it was a skating ring covered over all the glass. Mm-hmm. So we were able to create a, a backstage area for ourselves. But basically, the talent would have to walk, like narrow uh, this narrow pathway so they weren't seen um
0: it was so the, the stage and i know you should i think you you produced a picture of it uh the last go around but yes. um if i remember correctly the original stage was made out the the surface was made out of three four foot by eight foot panels going deep so was so that would make it 12 feet across and then there was the piece that extended out for the screen. right but you're only talking about a 12 foot wide stage which is not very impressive in a big room, so it didn't right. look good for the also, first. Also, we had it
1: so far set back mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the nature of the lighting setup.
0: That, that's what I was say. So actually, it was three issues. So, so, the the appearance of it was one. The second was the lighting that that had been a problem before, but it was worse. That we the projector just was not strong enough. We needed pitch black to be able to rear project this the image onto the screen and have it be remotely visible. And we were now dependent on the telling part of our, part of the story we were telling had to do with these backstage segments. So we needed people to be able to watch it. An
1: incredible uh, and concise history of the TWF video that I was my first (laughs) go at producing videos. 15 minute long. We mentioned last time that Fred was at this time doing all the video production. Now today, that, I I produce videos for Fight TV. I do the Mind of the Meanie, and I do this here. I do so says Shernoff. Today, I am very well versed in video production. Back then, I had never done anything before, but I decided, you know what, I want this video, and it's a little much to ask Fred to throw together this whole hottie uh, well, type you, you know over. video. That was
0: that was part of the prep. I think I think in between those shows was when we took the trip to get your computer remember going up to new jersey we took that trip to that like specialty store and bought a capture card that was like $2000 and then like a that. cheap computer from best buy and <laughs> uh, pieced the whole thing together and you that was in the twf office and everything you started you you got a whole setup that could process video
1: yeah i guess so and you um video. yeah and and i put together what ended up being a 15 minute uh Video montage of uh, the history of the TWF Championship, which, for the record, was held by me, lost to Big Papa, uh, presented back to me, lost via pinfall to Brody to Mangle, and that was it. Yeah. So uh, that title had 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 three champions, uh, four separate reigns. Big Papa's reign uh, legitimately lasted one night because that was the remain. That was the only time. Then the company was shut down. Yeah. Uh, my second reign lasted one night. My first reign lasted from one show to the next show, and Mangle's reign at this point had only been the evening that he won the championship. So I had. I mean, we also we didn't have voiceovers. We didn't have commentating. Right. So and as everyone who's listening to this and listens to Mind of the Meanie. You know that I'm somewhat of a long-winded person. I love detail and stories, and that's what you had. And to me, it wasn't enough to show Big Papa comes to the ring, Big Papa hits me with the powerbomb, Big Papa holds up the title. No. I needed to show every high spot that took place in that match. I needed every every clothesline, not just the clothesline. I needed to have the spot that led up to the clothesline so that you, the viewer, could understand why that clothesline was so impactful?
0: Um, so that's so that's that's the point. Is so we went from we're showing there's there's Image entrance videos, which is what we had back in that,
1: Armageddon. As far back as Armageddon, we had a projector well, yeah, with yeah, a but, still but we screen. Had,
0: we, had, we we were using the screen and and it was really having a good. It was it was popping the boys as they say and and yeah. the crowd was responding to it because it was something different. But they didn't really have to focus on it. It was it was like a garnish for what's you know, they're focused on the wrestler coming out and right. it's just, that's there. Now we're expecting people to watch an extensive amount of footage on the screen and it couldn't really be seen. So that was a big problem. And then yeah. to tie this back into to, uh, what we're with, with Mark Mast, um, we could no longer properly accommodate the vastness of some of our talent yes. that um, they, not, it, it's untested. And I will say, in my own in my own defense having built this thing <laughs> that when we first tested it before back from beyond mike green and big lou ran around together on the stage so a, a total combined weight of, of well over 500 pounds running around and it was fine
1: mike what, mike at that point was in the, uh yeah it would have been pounds. about 500, about 500 five, pounds. okay yeah so, a little so maybe
0: so it wasn't it wasn't a poorly constructed thing and it's possible that Mark Mess and it you know, could have gone up. The problem was that we had no. I think we talked about this last time. There were no steps in the back. You had to climb up like a step ladder, and it was an awkward thing. Yeah. And so and that, all the that shit wasn't
1: happening. No, no. So
0: a lot of our talent ended up walking around the side of the stage, killing the whole, the whole thing. So I well, the other thing was
1: Mest wanted to. So we gave Mest a match. We gave Mest. that match was the beginning. So be- Mest and his boys that set up the ring were always given a spot on the show. They always yes. wanted to work, which is one other thing, too. They never asked for more money to work. They asked right. to work. And that, you talked earlier it. about the love that they had for wrestling. Mm-hmm. These were guys who were getting the sa- paid the same amount to come set up the ring, sit and eat some free food that we were going to provide them, and then break down the ring and drive home. That's but they wanted, they wanted to work. Yeah. They wanted to get in there. And now, they wanted to put was that on the show. That's the
2: one where, where the toolbox was involved. I want to say that was West Virginia. Oh, a, no. lot, no, a lot. No, I don't think I was West in Virginia. the West Virginia show.
3: West Virginia had a casket
1: too.
2: Yeah, West Virginia had yeah, the I casket. I remember right. Mark Mess getting either using or getting hit by a toolbox. So they they You were had, so
1: Calvin. Here's the thing, though, man. Gosh, when, I didn't know you wrestled him. Oh, listen to him. Actually, I did, <laughs> uh, but I ran out of the ring, got counted out, and then Big Lou's music hit. That was years later, but um, the the a fun fact here. Calvin Tan was one of our, our, uh, cameramen.
2: And uh, I, he... I don't know about cameraman. I mm-hmm. was working the video and sound. You were working video and the sound at that. It was the video. Sound
1: Calvin Tan. If you ever watch the video of the main event, we got two cameras going on. We've got biz. We've got Andrew Sagan, brother of, of Dave Sagan. And then brother, like midway through the match, a third stationary camera gets turned on that Calvin Tan is now running because the main event had happened. Well, think about it. Main event had happened. All the videos were done. So we had this like extra pretty decent quality camera. It's actually the camera that caught Mangle's leg drop, which was turned into a shirt by Mangle that he wore, which we then took and turned into a shirt that you can now purchase over (laughs) at prowrestlingtees.com slash mind of the meanie. Um, but, uh, Calvin was doing that, but I think as time went on, Calvin, you were, you had done some other camera stuff for us, or you were at least, maybe just because you were watching, doing the video stuff, you were, you were seeing more than we were seeing, you know, like, and Fred, too, you were seeing more than, like, Matt and I were seeing. Matt and I were always going over a match, more more in in the the back, more of the show, so, you know, there are some shows that Mangle and I, maybe we watched it, maybe that night, or the night after, or something, we, like, got together and watched it. Me more so than Mangle because I'd go home and watch the tape, but Mangle didn't have it. So there are matches that took place on the show that myself and Mangle have never really seen, um, that Mm. you guys did see. So I I don't remember, I don't remember what's that. He didn't miss much, no. Uh, well, he definitely missed if you were trying to watch the uh, the the Mangle Rod Greco match, but that's a that's a story for another time. That's um. Uh, maybe even later today because I do want to try and cover that. So that was inferno it was about a thousand degrees in that gymnasium. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. yeah. Well, we'll have to we'll have to pick up the pace, I guess. A little. Yeah, bit, let's but, pick uh, up
1: the pace yeah. a little bit here. Nobody's listening anymore. Fort, Forty nine <laughs> minutes of, uh, of. talking So we about ran. Mark Mess.
0: So we ran a show, and long story short,
1: Mark Mess walked around the stage, but afterwards, Fred, you just didn't collapse.
0: There's a few yeah. key a few key things that came out of that. One was that we. We decided we needed to improve our our production um mm-hmm. uh, two was that after the around the prior to the show we had struck we struck up kind of a friendship with the doc and bill Bame, the doc and later
1: known as scott fowler
0: scott fowler and so the, and they came up to help us with the with signing the tickets and everything they came up from maryland and um and so we now we now thought we 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 had latched on to the, the best possible thing, which which in a lot of ways we had, which was now now we have a guy who's not a, a homegrown. He's not one of our group of friends. He's a trained professional wrestler, but he's one of us. He's a friend of ours, and we can trust him. Yeah. And that was kind of the, the beginning of his
1: push, really. And so we and- that night, I want to say, crowned him the new Pennsylvania champion <laughs> using yeah. Mangles old tag belt. <laughs> Because we didn't have the other belt, yeah, that's right. And so he was crowned the old. uh, He was crowned the new Pennsylvania champion. He was somebody that we we trusted, and that is a very valuable. He was dedicated.
0: I mean, not only did they come for the, they came up all the way from. I mean, it had to have been over an hour drive at least to to come up to to sell tickets and sign autographs and everything like that. They came Mm -hmm. up to. uh, I don't know if it was for that show, but I mean, in in that time period, they came up to a few times to the TWF office to film pre-tapes, to do interviews yep. that like whatever we needed, they were, they were really committed to, to what they, we were doing.
1: They really were. And their commitment showed like their commitment, you could tell in the quality of what we were able to turn out. Um, Which of course it also expect, leads
0: to West Virginia that a little bit. Yeah. Down the line.
1: Um, and I don't, and that's the thing. I don't expect that, you know, any indie worker was, I mean, we were a little indie promotion. It was nice that they latched onto us. Yeah. Um, we even had Bill Bain end up being a part of that two out of three falls <laughs> match with me and Mangle, um, yeah. running in, wearing the superstar shirt because he was, yep. uh, that cool. was when and, we were and, starting.
3: And side, side note, the, uh, Bill Bain's, uh, video he, he
1: ended up with down the line. Yes. Real classic. Oh, the yeah. Baniac video. So yeah, we turned, and so, that was so something that, that we were starting to get to. to. We were starting to try and do too, is really like create mm-hmm. characters, especially. So Bill Bain came out to, uh, was it down with the sickness? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, And which we, we kept, but we were able to tweak because what happened was he was, and this happens a lot to all of us, uh, myself included, you know, you see yourself for something that you're not. And Bill Bain saw himself as big, muscled up, tough guy wrestler. He was triple H in the attitude era, you know, like, and, and, but he wasn't.
0: I think Bruce Pritchard talks about a lot on, on his show with Conrad that, that uh, and I, I don't remember specifically about who, but it comes up a lot that he'll say like a certain guy, he'll say he was, he was a guy you could work into any card anywhere in the world, but he was not a main eventer. He was not mm. the world champion. And that's, and we and, saw, and, but every, everybody thinks that they're the world champion. Right. And
1: we saw Bill Bain and he was very, like he'd come out and he'd yell and he'd do whatever. And we saw him as there was this kid, I won't say his name, but that uh, we'd gone <laughs> to school with. And then we kind of knew, and he was like a little out there in some ways. And we we had this like vision of like kind of making Bill Bain that character and that, that and that socially was socially awkward kind of, you know. Right. Um, and that was that
0: was step two of what we, we started with with when we when we launched Back From Beyond and we did the, the entrance videos. And we told we told people, we said, This is what we're gonna provide for you. We're not gonna sign you, we don't have the money, we're not signing you to an exclusive contract. But if you commit to us and if you trust us. And, and trust us to, to create storylines, create characters, all that, we can create something together that's better than a lot of the crap that's out there in the Indies. That's just matches. Yeah. And we had these visions and we, and we put in the time and for the people who we could trust and around that time, Doc and Bill Bain started to be guys that we could trust. So we mm-hmm. put more of our effort into them and trying to see what could we do for them and what can we, if they're going to show up and do pre-tapes and all this other stuff, what we're going to work them into, into storylines. And Bill became part of, so it was, I think it was for that show. Mm-hmm. He, um, cause he had like the backstage thing where he's all hyped up and then he comes and running he out. He sees who
1: the, he sees who like my insurance policy is and you know, yep. he comes and he's like, Oh, I want to do it. And then he's like, he's hitting himself. He's like, stupid, stupid. You know, what I say? You know like that kind of thing. Um, like almost and like he, Chris he Farley when he would like interview people back, yep. you know? Um, so we,
0: we convinced them that it was worth, Tweaking their their view of themselves a little bit, and there's obviously yeah. a lot more of that. And we ended up doing it
1: with well. him. We like, made like the Baniacs thing, and like Mangle alluded yeah. to the entrance video, where we had like little cartoons. There was like a uh, uh, Bambi getting, getting stepped on by a dinosaur, crazy right, a dinosaur yeah. but like no, yeah. I mean these were like cartoons that were like just like drawn yeah. out with no color or anything like that. Just crazy stuff. Baniac, obviously in the in the Hulk-a-maniac, uh type yeah. thing, you know. Um, and it I worked, think it was and we where started
0: we. We're good at that. I think that we were always very, we, uh, you know, we have already, and we will continue to, to crap on ourselves where necessary. Like we're, we're, we're pretty fair about like what, what we screwed up and what we were not so good at. Sure. But we were good at seeing talent and seeing how they should be utilized, I think.
1: And I think we were, we were creative. Yes. And in a lot of ways, when you look at it in a perfect world, the four of us would have been a creative team. For someone yep. else's promotion. For someone else. <laughs> and that, I think, is th- th- like, had you put our creativity of what we, our vision of what we wanted with someone else's know how and money and all that, I think what you would have found was a really, really entertaining product. This was yeah. around the time uh, where Ring of Honor and CZW and all these promotions that were. Coming out of the Philly area, uh, more or less, after ECW, they were all happening, and and you know the one thing they really lacked was creative. Now, they didn't need it because Ring of Honor was very much about in the ring, bell to bell. CCW was very much about you know the violence and stuff. So
0: Ring of Honor could hire a card full of people, the greatest wrestlers wrestlers in the world who who are being paid minimum $200, $300 a show, and probably in some cases a lot more. Right. And then they'll have, on top of that, they'll have their featured special appearances and mm-hmm. all they'll pay a fortune too. We didn't have that budget. So no. we 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 thought we could create something out, I don't want to say something out of nothing, but that we, we could work with what we had and, and elevate it to the next level.
1: Yeah, like we didn't think, and this is no disrespect to Scott, but we didn't think Scott Fowler, the doc, we didn't look at him and go, Mm, this is our AJ Styles. Screw that guy. We've got like, no, we got that. These were not the top echelon, but our thought was they're good in the ring. We can yep. give them a personality and not to jump ahead too much, but Scott Fowler eventually dropped the doc gimmick and trusted us in a Latin, in turning him into Scott Fowler, the solution, Scott Fowler, the, the story with that. And I don't and know when he, the, when the, he the made his, sh- when he, when he wrestled meanie on velocity years hmm. later, as a right. tribute, he wore the gear that we paid for and had made for him to for the, his first solution Scott Fowler gear because the I think moved I think, I think, on. I want
0: to say, I want to say this is around that time.
1: You're talking it about Bill, Ap- be- Bill, Apter Bill, after and Wawa, yeah.
0: It was a while before we repackaged Scott,
1: but he was working as the, I think it was before the first and- show, honestly. I think it was when we had him booked the first show
0: Mm-mm. no no we'd already we'd already worked with him and everything and like and, and this is around this time when we, we, we were becoming big fans of him and he was okay. a friend of ours and everything i ran into bill after at wawa and he hadn't been able to attend the recent show or whatever it was he'd been he had busy like a, he had
1: a million and one things to do yeah. of course
0: and he said i hear you guys are doing great things everything's going really well it's, it's so it's so great and he said he said who you got working for you and I said, it's probably not a lot of people you've heard of. I said, but we got we got a few real up and comers. I said, there's this there's this really talented guy, the Doc, who who's now our our Pennsylvania champion, and he goes, which Doc? I know a ton of Docs, and I thought in the back of my mind, I'm like, ah, that that's a yeah. problem. That's something we're gonna. And have I remember
1: before. us sitting in uh, in Starbucks, the the late uh, Starbucks in um, <laughs> in Maple Glen. Glen? Um, I remember exactly where I was sitting where we were going back and forth and we're saying. Um and, um, and Scott wanted to go by, he wasn't even there, but we were having this conversation. Scott really wanted to be Scott Fowler. That's right. His real like name, name is Scott Fowler. Yep. And I just kept feeling like Scott Fowler, for whatever reason, I didn't like it. I, I, I didn't, there's yeah. something about, it. I'm like, you're Scott Fowler. It's who you are. And it's a name that didn't sound like Mick Foley. It didn't sound like it was something, and we were so much like, we don't want you to be anything but yourself um yep. that we we went with that but and that of course jumps ahead but you know we're not here yeah. to talk about the storylines and stuff we're, we're here no. to talk about the you know the experiences we had and and, and so we came
0: we came out of that and, and and you know guys feel free to jump in calvin if you, if you feel uh the, the ship needs some steering but yeah. um um so we came out of that show and we loved working with mest and we we're going to keep using him for the ring and mm-hmm. everything um so I guess we we did another show. So we did a show, we did a show or...
1: in June called Redemption. Was that Was that it
0: post was, was that post West Virginia? West Virginia
1: was July. Okay, okay. So so, right, so,
0: so we so in the process um just a sort of like quick I'll, I'll speak as quickly as I can about the the behind the scenes what what we did was um we created a new a new stage that was the main thing we, we fixed, we tweaked the, we we're always tweaking the video production. I think yeah. after the second show, we got away from the, the TV with the projector. I think we started using some, sort. I don't remember exactly how we did it. No, we actually kept using the TV, but uh, for, the, for that stuff, but we, the menus were a little more accessible and we didn't have to cover things up as much. We figured something out um, or had something we could, we could jump to. And with the stage,
1: I almost feel like we I jumped to, we jumped to either a TWF logo or like a black screen. Most of the lights, yeah, then.
0: yeah. Um, um, and I, I, I took it as a personal challenge because I I just hated I, we put so much time and money and effort into the stage and like it just looked ridiculous. So I designed this this new concept, and I think we originally talked about that. I'd read a book about like how to build a deck, and then decided not to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. So I I decided we're gonna I'm gonna build basically this like outdoor structure with these big like these these big outdoor treated pieces of lumber and whatever. Probably fumigated the, you know, poisoned the <laughs> audience. But, um, but I mean, the guy. second <laughs> version 2.0 of the stage um, was much, much bigger. It wasn't quite as tall, I don't think. And um, it was, it was built with these long pieces of like, like, a, like foot high boards, like, ex- like double, doubled up foot high boards, really, really, really overkill mm-hmm. and strong. And connected together with these with all these panels in between. We we hung um I can't remember what you call them, like um like the deck right where the, the deck joists go in, the little the little metal brackets that go along yeah. the side. And we dropped the pieces in. Everything was way overkill, like the thickest wood we could find. Oh, because you and you
1: wanted Mark Mess to walk this was a, a a point of pride like, for a, you. You wanted Mark Mess to walk out onto this stage.
0: Because I felt that I wanted to do that for him because, you know, I wanted to treat all of our wrestlers with respect. In I some felt, ways, I mean, when, that was somewhat that,
1: embarrassing. Yeah, for him I to went, not be felt, able felt, to step on it. I felt, and this is
0: and I, this is getting to, to to what happened in that show. I felt when that man walks out on that stage, the audience is going to go, oh, God damn, this is, this is something. This is, you know, this is not a bunch of kids coming out. And like, like, this is a, a, re- a real wrestler, larger than life, you know? And so I had this vision for it, And I also wanted the screen to be bigger, which is stupid because, we were having an issue with, you know, projecting a a strong enough image. Yeah. We can't get a strong image.
1: What should we do? We'll make it bigger.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So the second stage was building this deck. And then the, then the um, it was this giant screen that went kind of behind a a big portion of the stage and was, was um, nailed into or screwed into Mm -hmm. the stage.
1: And And just a little entrance. Little entrance. I remember
0: while I'm building this, this, this was the show. This would have been the show with big Papa, right?
1: Big Papa made his return at the end of the show. Yes. Right. To attack. Okay. I did not wrestle on this show. So, uh, so I was there with Lou who wrestled right. Mangle. So um, so
0: Noah Big Papa was was there. Although I did I,
1: I did get color. Um there was a something I got uh that was in Brody and and Sassy's match. Where Brody also got color because he got hit in the head. Can we talk about that for one second? We'll get to, that, get to with that.
0: the stage. All right. So, so I remember Noah coming over. I, had, I was always fortunate to have, I think everybody wanted to be part of the stage because it was so cool. Like, So I always had a team of people who were volunteering to help out. Right. And I would design this stuff and kind of mark it up. And then we had to do it on the day of. And, um, we should also say we're at Colonial
1: Elementary School for this now. we oh, had moved we're to Colonial Elementary We're in a gym we are in a gymnasium and we had seen where we, said,
0: where we, where we had seen previous indie shows, but where we had the kind of place we had said we would never run in. Right. We're not and, in uh,
3: a uh, Plymouth, Plymouth, white marsh, Pennsylvania. Come, yes. Come and show,
0: we're, show three. We're, we're in a gym.
1: Yeah. We're and, back in the gym, um, the gym where we had once years earlier seen, uh, seen Greg, the hammer Valentine right. and Tom Brandy and, and those guys yeah. Yeah. on a show. And, uh, Devin storm, I want to say.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um uh, so, I remember Noah coming over and looking at the stage, which like my design was like you had to build the whole thing for it to be strong. It's all wobbling and everything yeah. like that. And I'm pretty no Noah going, I, I'm not walking on that. <laughs> and Noah's a pretty big guy. And I said, I said, trust me, it's gonna be all right. But because what I did include this time was stairs in the back, and uh, and I lowered this, I lowered the height so that the stairs in the front were easier easier to walk down. So we had two sets of stairs and um and once you put those in and they balanced it out and everything the thing was rock solid so we had we had the, the stage set up and um the the only story that i'll tell about it so my, i had this vision of mark mask is going to walk out and i'm designing around that this potentially 500 pound man needs to walk out on this stage and i and i feel confident that i've got this set the first thing that happens i'm i'm back obviously running the videos and the, and, and we got mark mark mass music hits and the first thing i noticed When he steps onto the steps in the back, there was an unfortunate amount of give in the steps that I was, and I thought maybe I should have doubled those up. But but they held, and he walks up onto the stage. He's followed by. His manager, risky business, Ronnie Reigns, who's probably he wasn't very big, probably about a buck fifty. Yeah, but that guy didn't
1: did, didn't know the risky business he had just stepped into. And literally. then and
0: then his partner, which I, might have been Cremator at the time, I'm right? Not, it, was, it, was about, it was about
1: two two seventy
3: five, yeah. easy three hundred so pounds.
0: I hadn't counted on, on all these people at once. I I thought <laughs> you had a heart
3: attack. I thought the they're show. gonna
0: walk. I thought they're gonna walk in a straight line. They're gonna walk. Mark <laughs> Mess goes up. He 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 does a pose he walks down as the next guy's coming out. But no, but you're no. Supposed what, to be what, 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 what goes, goes up must come down, you know? They spread across the stage, mm. the three of them, real... and and posed while Ronnie Reigns jumps up and down. Thank God he was the smallest of them.
2: And <laughs> I remember I was sitting next to you, Fred, for this. Yeah, we're, and we we're we're like, this, this, is, this is
1: not
0: gonna, this whole fucking thing is gonna collapse <laughs> yeah, and <It's> fred <laughs>
1: Fred was the second away from yelling over to. Thank God I didn't know what was going on, or I would have been sitting there calling up our insurance. Just being like, I just want to triple check. I just want to triple check. We're set for this. Um, but,
0: and I will pat myself on the back. The stage held.
1: Yeah. It absolutely and,
3: did. And that that, that can be, yeah. be the teacher, Josh. And Messing the, the background. Stage stage held. Held. <laughs> and the
1: stage <laughs> right held. The um, stage held. Yeah. Slicker. All right. So Josh,
0: you want you want you wanted to get into the uh, well, no, uh, we, we
1: also the other thing that we had on this show was we had John Brody we had John Brody and, and Sassy McMulassie, two homegrown people who had really just been trained by me for the most part. Um doing a hardcore match where John was doing weapons and Mike was using food because um, that was kind of his gimmick. And it was it was excellent. It was uh, an incredibly entertaining match, and it was the first time that we really looked at something and said, wow, like sometimes, you know, you can have this odd couple – Connection here. We didn't really know what to. We're like, this will be funny. Mike will bring out a pie, and it will be, you know, mm-hmm. um, what's that?
3: No, then the tomatoes came in.
1: No, I was, I was setting you up for pie. I've been trying to do this this shit for uh, with Meanie for such a long time. Calvin Tan, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs>
2: it's too late at night. Angle was going to do it, but oh no, uh, no, but, uh, but I mean, it's anyway. just, I mean, you need that comic relief, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. why that 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 mm-hmm. match went over.
1: So Mike, uh, not only you know, did he have the pie? Pie? Pie. What's that? I said I pie. Pie? Okay. This is, That's, listeners at home, Nobody this is the worst it. it's ever been. Nobody gets it, but I'm trying to get a damn pie t-shirt. Come on. Just make it, Bring it Jack, back next Jordan week. Next well, time. now we've just talked about it the whole time. We can just do it. Oh. selector. just make a, make a pie, please. Anyway. We will uh, explain that. It's, it's
0: going to be Josh going, take my pie, please. Yes, oh, he's please. on that
1: uh, <laughs> so um Sasmic came cool. to the ring with a hoagie. Uh for those who don't know a hoagie, I think we talked about it last time, a hoagie oh, yeah. is a uh, it's a, a some people call it a sub. sub. Uh it's a long breaded uh sand uh, a sandwich if you will. Um so his weapon was going to be a, was a, go- a sandwich. A sandwich. Yeah. His, his
3: uh his Probably weapon
1: <laughs> his weapon was going to be the sandwich. Okay. And, uh, and it was going to be one of those things where like when he goes, so he goes and he holds up the, uh, kendo stick and this and, and the sandwich and he goes back and forth and up and down. And by, the crowd, by far the,
0: the, be, the best old school playing to the crowd that anyone had ever done. In TWA mm-hmm. that,
1: that was Mike green at that. Yeah. Ooh, Sassy yeah. Mike Molassi at that point. Yeah. And everybody wanted him to use the hoagie to hit, Brody over the head. Well, inside, so he hits him over the head and reveals inside the hoagie. Ah, it's a lead pipe. Right, old school wrestling. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, you, you missed the step. He hit wait, him over the head. Wait, and no, on, no, 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 oh, no. I did know. Oh, oh, we're getting oh, there. We're getting oh, there. Oh, we're getting oh, there. Oh, we're getting oh, there.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm going to start gesticulating here. Um, all right, turn the <laughs> camera off. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking through the Isle of loaves, <laughs> looking <laughs> at all the quote unquote pipage okay uh-huh. i show josh looks like a toilet paper roll made out of you know not metal hollow okay mm-hmm. let's use this no josh picks a like, wrought iron yeah, it was a piece of rebar pretty no, much no, not, yeah 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 it was Wait. a piece of rebar
1: like no, a very like people short aren't
3: believe that. i'm like josh people aren't going to be looking at it okay. so he, he so he
1: no. anyway but here, but I, I'm just that. But, my hands but, are washed on that. But <laughs> but here's the thing: I specifically said to Mike and Brody because I'm sitting there working other stuff, coming, helping you and Lou. I think going over your match, and I see out of the corner of my eye, my uh, Mike with the the hoagie, motioning like he's gonna hit just straight down, crack Brody over the head with it, and I go over, I go, no 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 no. You're going to do Triple H and the sledgehammer. You're going to put, you're going to have it, you're going to go and you're either going to use the back of your hand to hit him or you're going to kind of side swipe where he's basically getting hit in the head with like a soft hoagie and he's bumping off of it. Not a a big deal. Well, I'm assuming at one point afterwards, Brody goes, "Eh, we're going to do it this way. And uh, Mike was also our color commentator, Sassy Mike Molassi. And that man sat there the entire evening picking, picking at the hoagie, picking at it, picking the hoagie to the point where when he went to hit John, I'm outside the ring in this match. I'm managing John. I'm outside the ring. Now I'm already bleeding because they had a ladder in there at one point point. Uh, and I took Mike punched me. I took a bump, rolled to the outside and landed on the ladder and it sliced my finger open. So I'm out there bleeding. I'm nursing. And all of a sudden I get sideswiped by a piece of hoagie. And it wasn't until I watched the video back afterwards. That I saw when he went back to hit him with the hoagie, when Mike lifted up over his head, that pe- top piece of the hoagie went flying and Mike clocked him over the head with a, 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 a shoot lead pipe and so, Brody, so
3: he, was his, he was eating his gimmick. Yep. And then another man got busted open. That's,
1: yep. Eating he smacked that. his lead pipe on Birdie's head.
2: <laughs> as time went on, the hoagie dried, the bread dried out. Too. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we probably got it from Subway. Um. So they're known for their hard bread. Uh. Could have just used that as the weapon, said, this is from Subway. And people would have gone, like, oh shit, can't yeah. hit him with that. Um. But so he he cracks him over the head. I go over to Birdie. I'm like, hey, are you all right? I put my hand, Brody, this is when Birdie and I became blood brothers. I put my hand, on Brody's head and it is just like huh. looks like I could've if he had a volleyball, I could have made my own Wilson right <laughs> there. Like it was just drenched in blood. Yeah. He ended up having to get uh, a bunch of staples in his head. Yep. Went to the emergency room, was actually seen by uh Fred and my mom's cousin, who was the doctor in the emergency room, uh, rest his soul. And uh, and he he um you know, so we're kind of like we get it now we're getting like phone calls like you know and obviously our parents were very upset our uh not, you know, not a good look yeah not a good look uh John's parents were very upset um and I called Brody I remember it was the next day um I called him and I'm just like dude I'm like I, I you know like I understand you know you're not going to be able to do this anymore he's like dude whatever he's like I'm good I don't care and that man was back the next show and it was uh it it, it was
0: we learned we learned a couple of things about
1: about uh, gimmicking the uh you know the
0: stunts and stuff. Like yeah. I think that we it was a and I know there's a Mark Mess story in the, in there too about, about the, that match, but there um no that it was, was the, that was the
1: next match and might end up being uh, next episode. Uh, yeah, oh next okay, episode, okay. yeah, next episode. Um
0: no, but I think I think I think that that was an eye opening experience because we had dodged a few bullets in previous shows when we were younger and everything, and I think that we never Running had anybody. Dominator, re-
1: yeah. Um, Porter to a uh, madman death penalty. Yeah.
0: Absolutely.
3: No. Yeah.
0: Th- there, are, there are a handful of things. And I think we'd never had anybody seriously injured. And this was, and we always were able to tell parents and everything, anybody around like, like, I mean, accidents can happen, but we take great precautions and we know what we're doing and everything like that. And this was a stunt. And I so still stand by the fact that went, we did
1: because Mike Mike John told that. Mike to, well, in, well, Mike, well, told, John Jack told him the, and then planned the sharing of them.
0: Yeah. The pairing of them was not was not great in that in that sense, but it was great and, in every other uh,
1: sense and they ha- ended up having a return match two months later uh which damn near killed mark mast um and we'll talk yes. about that maybe next week yes. or yes. next next show next we're not doing this whenever. weekly um and uh mm. um but I do um, wanna that, say else you wanna yeah go ahead. i do wanna I, I wanna to put a bow on some of these things um so next next time we do the show, we'll talk about that trip to West Virginia. Um, because now I felt like we were really starting to rock and roll here. And, uh, we, were, we were really enter the Sandman with that yeah, one. Yeah, enter Sandman. Man. Um, so, right. And, we, were, uh, we were
0: gearing up. We were gearing up to do multiple shows. You come from we come from a company that had done two shows in June and Facebook October, and, 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 and then and, and, we had
1: done February and, and April. And, and,
0: and, and, and now say so we we done we did two shows the first go around and then died out. And now we're now we're running. We've booked we've booked uh, Colonial Elementary School for multiple shows. We're ready, and then we'll talk about this next time. But we ended up doing doing a, a basically a house show mm-hmm. in West Virginia, an out of state show that was huge for us. And I think yeah. that on top of that, because I, I remember this may not have been until the next until when the, the rematch of John and Mike Dumtiga, but but I know we were starting to get people reviewing our shows online. Um mm. there were, like wait till we wait to West
1: Virginia wait to West Virginia yeah that was <laughs> yeah. that was a but,
0: we were getting we were getting yeah. attention good bad <laughs> Whatever, we, we were getting attention, which is which is hard good. to stand out in a pack, especially great. when you were cool. referring to yeah. CZW, Ring of Honor, all that stuff that was happening. And one of the best things and, we had and, was
1: we had Hat Guy and his crew yeah. from ECW. Sure. They were there, front row. Um, they
0: thought what we were doing was fun, and that was what we
1: really And that wanted. was it, and we were trying to just have fun. And I'm sure half the things that we thought were serious, they still thought were fun. Um, yeah. But we were trying to have fun. Um, and... Uh, but one of the, the, the big standouts here was that um, that trip to West Virginia, there were a lot of times. I think after this show and after John got hurt and after we had to like go back and look at everything and look at ourselves yeah. and say, okay, what are we doing? What are, like, what are we trying to do here? That was when we had Big Papa return at the end. And I know storylines don't matter in what we're talking about here. Big Papa made his big return. He hadn't been there since October 99. Uh, he came out there, hit me with a power bomb. It was great. It was It was a lot of fun. We, I talked about this on the special on Fight TV with Calvin and Noah, about how I was always trying to chase that feeling, that high from beyond the grave. And I think we all were to an extent. And having Noah back there Having Big Papa back there was enough to like be like, you know what we need? We need more of what we used to have. And that's why come, uh, I want to say, I guess it was July or August. Come August. Inferno, yeah. Was the return of Heat Wave of Calvin Tan. That's right.
3: An episode where actually gets to talk. At, at Inferno.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I think with Big Papa, and, and this is really a story for a, a different time. Though he did, he did return mm-hmm. early on. I, I think that it, it speaks to a lot of things. It's but it speaks, it speaks to the bubble that we were in, that we thought that our our storylines mattered so much when we'd only done a handful of shows, and the audience doesn't really know anything yet. Yeah. They barely know Rocky Styles to to be able to care that Rocky's arch rival from the past has suddenly returned, and you know, like that. Yeah. That I I think we were we were in over our heads with a lot of that. But I think it was, it was that chasing, that feeling. And I I remember thinking at the time that I don't remember where I'd read this or something. It was like, maybe like a history of WrestleMania book or something. And they were talking about WrestleMania nine when Hogan came back and someone was saying that Vince McMahon had said, he was was so happy going around backstage and said, happy days are here again. And I think that's the feeling that we had that Noah represented a big piece of what we saw. And again, not what the audience saw, but what we saw as the TWF and he was missing despite the success we were having and the fun we were having, we were missing, Big Papa was a huge component of what we had been. Right. So it, to us, it was important to get him back in there. Yeah. Whether that um, made any sense or not.
1: No, and it really didn't. And it was, you know, and, uh, but as they say on some other shows, it was snake bit from the start because For sure. Noah wasn't, this wasn't high school where a guy who's 6'3 or 6'4 is this massive giant of a man he was now the same size as a, a handful of other, I mean, a guy like a Kevin Matthews or right. something, you know, um, who was not being billed as a giant by any means. So right.
0: Noah, Noah worked a, a giant style with yeah. very slow and plotting and like the big gorilla, God, gorilla, gorilla slap. slap yeah. because like, yeah. And like,
1: and it just wasn't, you know, um, but it was exciting at this point because this is when we started talking about bringing Calvin back to manage yeah. Mangle Kind of, because again, we were trying to find Mangle's character. Well, that's the, and that Mangle didn't to... didn't want to go back to that IOV thing. Had different ideas, which I think could have been really good. But we wanted, we, want, we wanted, yeah, we were really again to, to chase to... that old. We the want the IOV back. IOV thing, yep. Dorian might be busy in in frickin Afghanistan at this point. I um, and right. I remember we got a call from him at one of the shows. Actually, he called. I guess one of you guys uh, or it maybe may have his. been that show it was a that show,
0: colonial And that he was that he uh, tracked in and said he was getting ready there he's getting, getting ready, ready to, to leave of, yeah uh, yeah for yeah.
1: afghanistan and uh, you know I sort of got it was iraq i i maybe maybe I iraq,
0: iraq
2: i don't
1: know um
2: yeah. it, was iraq. Iraq. it was iraq it was iraq it was iraq because at that point i think they were done with afghanistan and they were okay. sending the troops to get yeah. saddam hussein in iraq
1: okay yep um But yeah, I mean, so now you're also having this thing where there's this like seriousness of here we all are putting on, trying to chase our, our high school days of the teenage wrestling foundation. And one of these guys is missing and the man's missing because he's freaking getting sent off to Iraq to fight a war so that we can be, you know, free at home, putting on stupid wrestling shows. It was a very weird,
2: he was a chemical specialist yeah so at that time, if you recall they were looking for chemical weapons in Iraq, mm-hmm. and that's why he was deployed there.
1: yeah and it was it was uh you know, I remember we did do the uh, we, had, we we did like the we we made sure that we had like the national anthem. We always had stuff like that, but I think it was like yeah. extra important to us because we we're just like, hey, one of those troops is one of our own. Um, yeah. but it was a we it was just a uh, it was a weird time. And having Noah come back, you know, like I said, it was kind of snake bit from the start. And we'll get into that more next time. Yeah, I, but. Think, I
0: think that's a, a, good, a good place to wrap up is that we, we've... We thought out happy was, was happy birth- days
1: are here again. <laughs> we yeah. came out of
0: the colonial show about like, like, like firing on all cylinders, beginning to really build something that could be something. And at the same time, in many ways, we were our own worst enemy and we we're actively undermining what we're about to build. Yeah, I and think that's a great are. way to
1: put a bow in it. The one thing I do want to say before we go mangle yes uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat my uh, eat my shit and learn to like it as they say. Matt Mangle said in the last episode yeah. that uh, he was given an entire script um, <laughs> for his promo at Back from Beyond. Yeah. And I denied that because I had no recollection of I'm it. Here. Well, this man has been and I've seen the up close uh, script here. The man was able to actually uh, produce this script. It's right. Um,
3: Mangle Attic.
1: Would you read just a bit of it for us, Mangle?
3: <clears throat> As uh, John Brody. You know, in his style, very much Rob Van Dam. You know, hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, you know, I've been sitting back real quiet for a long time now. And you know what? I don't want to be quiet anymore. Josh. Yeah, right. On, <laughs> yeah, so he 18- called me
1: Josh in the middle yeah. of the ring there, which was not yeah. my name on the on the yeah. show. Or on June 18th,
3: 1999, I made the decision, uh, spelled wrong. Good job, Josh, for that. Um, to uh, join you in the HCC, the Hardcore Clan. And I can't say that I completely regret that decision. After all, you did give me the hardcore title. It's just like that. I kind of feel like it's time to win a title on my own, you know?
1: To which, if I remember correctly, I interrupted and said something along the lines. Oh, I see what you say. You want to be inserted into the Pennsylvania title tournament? That's fine. I get that, blah, 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 whatever. So we don't need to do the whole promo, but then Matt Mangle comes out to interrupt.
3: If you ladies (laughs) would would please stop your bitching. And if you would give me time to introduce myself, my name is Mangle, M-A-N-G-L-E. And up until you,
1: pronouns, yeah,
3: Rocky Styles. (laughs) There we go. um, Stripped, striped me. You you put, you put, striped me. Um, Stripped. Are you calling
1: me out on on uh, typos from two thousand
3: two? I'm just reading what's here. Uh, you stripped me and Damien Dorian yes, of the TWF tag team titles. We were fir- the first and only ta- TWF tag team champions.
1: Thus showing see, why, th- it, why yeah. making sure everyone knows the, the rich history yeah. and lineage of the TWF championships. Exactly. And you see, until you fire Damien,
3: I was a member of the IOV and the warlords tag team. So I was sitting backstage and found myself wondering self, where do i go from here then i overheard the two of you and i got to thinking if he's gonna take my belt i am sure as hell gonna take his here's a little business proposition for you the two of you ladies and i get in the ring tonight the superstar you can prove to everyone that you deserve that title and i get in there and oh sorry I'm part. The two of you, you have
1: <laughs> This is it. that's actually here's about <laughs> how it went. <laughs> can't forget, sorry. Sorry, that's right pretty again. much how it yeah. actually went, yeah. where you go, ah, oh, <laughs> no. but no no. Oh, oh, oh no. Almost forgot. Yeah, yeah. Almost forgot. <laughs> Rocky Styles you wanna
3: take Oh, how wasn't it? I forgot, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I can't forget this. This, this is the same thing I got dunked tied on before because it's written awful. But you weren't uh, reading it. written by Stevie Wonder over here. Um, <laughs> the, the two of you and I get in the ring tonight and Superstar, you can prove to everyone that you deserve that title. Or I get in there and beat the living hell of you right now.
1: To and you want and
3: you, you call your mom on your cell phone. The
1: crowd um, went with it,
3: and I, Yes, silent and I said, You better pray to God that... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the way this is written here, it sounds like you better pray to God that God has your back. It says you better pray to God that He has your back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he, you're, yeah, pronouns, <laughs> but you're, you're, you're pointing to Brody. No, I know, but you know, you the way you wrote it, it that and He, he and has you, your back you, you because to, uh, you to, yeah, it, it sounds uh, like anyway.
3: God's looking out for
0: you.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, hey, if it still applies. Expert, you better pray to God from, that He has your back. You only saw yeah, one right. set of footprints. You yeah, know. yeah, because it's because Brody was carrying me. That's a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: man. And, and I said, this, uh, our, you will our, learn firsthand that I am not only Mangle by name, but Mangle by reputation. There it was. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so,
1: but, uh,
0: Austin 316, it was not, but we, no. we had What was Brody? Birdie? Birdie
1: was, a, uh, Birdie was not – he was – yeah, but he was uh, like Brody 9 – Something three yeah, times as much pain, and three times as much pain. whatever 316, to, yeah, 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 it wasn't great, yeah, um, 948, yeah. 948, yeah, Brody 948, <laughs> 948, and three times as much pain. Uh, and on that oh, yeah. note. on that note, uh, Calvin, yeah. anything else you want to Calvin? <sighs> the, the last thing I just want to say because Calvin didn't talk a lot in this episode, much like our friendship for the last uh 20 plus years, but.
2: I'm a silent observer of things. And
1: that's why oh. I wanna ask you before you we go oh, the observer. Are, yeah. No, except Calvin tells the truth. <laughs> Calvin just sits, <laughs> he just makes things up while he uh, uh Well plans change, Josh. Uh, yeah. Calvin, are you now wearing like uh Stonewash jeans? Jeff Howard from, uh, but, uh,
3: just,
1: what I do what I do wanna ask, because you are an observer. Actual. Um I'm I wanna know this time period from Last man standing in, in, uh, in April of 2002 until where we're kind of stopping here after the June show, before we went off to West Virginia in 2002, these couple months here were pretty busy for us. What, what was your feeling on it? Did you feel and have a no? You want me to shoot? I want you to shoot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're all involved in it. Um, but I remember at the time, some of these, the amount of time spent on these videos to tell the story, I remember thinking to myself, was this is a complete waste of time, complete waste of time, because, <laughs> because uh, the audience is, they're, they, they don't really, like, you know, they're showing up to watch a wrestling show. They don't care, you know, they yeah. don't care about, about the storylines. They're not watching us on TV following storylines, like...
1: Do you ever think you should? have I just want to go. You just
2: want to go to a wrestling show and be entertained, you know. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like this, like fifteen-minute history of the TWF. I'm like, you're spending so much time. I remember we'd be at your house and you'd be editing this thing, like, <laughs> and I'm like, we have to plan other things for this show, <laughs> but we're spending all this time editing and putting together this history video, like, and nobody's gonna. Really care, it you know, except for us, right? As it turns we're out, doing it for ourselves, but as it yeah.
1: turns out, you were wrong because we didn't even care, so <laughs> <laughs> nobody cared.
2: Um, uh, but you know, I mean, that you know, I think once we started bringing in other wrestlers, it was like, okay, it's, it's starting to get more legit now, right? And that so was like, the thing,
1: I think that 15 minute video was almost like the swan song in a lot of ways of that really uh self-inflated view. And I, I think we now at this show, you know, enter Danny Demento, Drew Blood, Devin Moore. Uh Devin may not have been there yet, but um Hayden Cage. uh Hayden and Cage. And we're yeah. starting to now have like actual talent there that people were really
3: lighting uh, drawn rig.
1: to. What's that?
3: Lighting rig,
1: we didn't have a lighting rig. No, that was we'll get into that next
2: time. Oh but boy, I think that geez. was we, no, we, but we, we a, had we had we mm-hmm. had you know these indie wrestlers, but then we also had footage from them in which we cut together pretty nice videos for them, yes, with 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 their audio and stuff like that because they were. They were talking to the camera and we would have that footage and we would reuse it. <laughs> and that was Danny DeManto, DeManto used that for
1: years, his career. He, at one point he looked in the camera, he goes, I am the man. I'm hot. Chicks dig me. Dig me. And yeah, chicks dig me. And we grabbed that and put that in the start of his entrance video. And it went right into his, uh, that was music. And that was when I remember when the TWF folded, he's just like, can I get that music? Like I want to keep using that with the I am yeah. the man I'm hot chicks dig me and then bump 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 bump. Yeah. We we I mean it wasn't without its problems and we'll get to that but
0: I think we 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 latched onto a group of primarily New York based talent that were that were pretty good and um could work together very well and they weren't well known in the Philly market so we started that's part of how we started growing. Was that a Getting lot of the more fans who, and stuff? Yeah, a lot. A lot of these guys who were work working in New York and known for all different promotions up there in the to the Philly fans, they were TWF guys, and that yeah. was helping us.
1: Yeah, and uh, and you know what? We consider all of you who are listening and watching TWF guys and gals. Uh, we appreciate you uh, tuning in every time we do one of these. It's just a lot of fun for us to sit it's around, mind boggling, and, and reminisce. Uh, yeah, we can't believe we've looked at the numbers. Um, and it's yeah. it's almost offensive to you that you would support us in such a way. got
0: to like, be something better you could do with your yeah, time.
1: Yeah, we're, we're concerned uh, that you don't have anything, and so we're going to recommend right now we're going to run down a list of hobbies that might be better, uh, your time might be better spent. Uh, no, but seriously, we appreciate it. Uh, Matt Mangle, thank you for joining us. Thank you for getting a solid, uh, good microphone. You're going to have to uh, send that over to Gertner, uh, Calvin Tan, your Bukaki looks incredible as always. Um, Fred, uh, not since WrestleMania last year at the Performance Center have I seen such incredible lighting in a garage. Um, you're looking good. Everything's looking great there. And myself here sporting the new Talking with Friends logo T. Uh, so, so you can get that over at. Um, Pressling dot com slash mind of the meanie, but you can't get that fight Starcast 2 shirt that Calvin Tan's wearing uh, I got one from of those Las too. Vegas. Yeah, that was uh when we that was Matt Mangles biggest concern other than the uh other than when hey. he could go back and get some more food. Uh right, sure. for the buffet. I had to
3: stop Louie from getting to the buffet, yeah, was, you know. Hey,
1: can I get a... do uh, you think we can get their shirts? You're gonna be able to get their shirts. I'm like, I don't know. We'll wait till the end of the weekend. I wanna make sure, you know, that we're not saying Hey, uh yeah, I haven't talked to anybody about those shirts. I think we can, uh, the shirts, but hey, but we got the shirts. And I even brought some hey, shirts and, home for and, Fred.
0: And, and listen, I don't, I don't remember the the website offhand, but if you want to do some Googling and if you want to throw throw a little money Mark Messway, because he was the, the unwilling subject of our uh, yes. our talk tonight and probably next time. Yes. Um, the shirt that Matt Mangle is wearing, Mark Mess does sell that. Yes. And we highly recommend you take a look. He's got a few other shirts too, I think. Yeah.
1: But uh, Mark Mast is a man. I hope one he's day on, we can a, get him on. He's here. on uh, Twitter, he Triple M Double O Seven. Yeah. Well, we'll Instagram. have to tag him. Maybe we'll have to tag him in this that we uh, sure. that we talked yeah. about him, uh, or maybe not. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to go back and see what did we say. But we love Mark. We, he was a great guy. Yeah, great guy. Um, yeah. And uh, but yeah, and Fred is rocking the old school. In case you're wondering, his shirt says Shernoff's. Uh That is the old Shernoff salads. Shirt from back in the day. That was our dad's uh, business. And uh, if it looks familiar and you aren't in the tri state area, that's because uh, I have a cool shirt uh, that looks just like that It says So Says so, sure um Available at slash So Says Shirt. Um, this has been Talking with Friends. TWF uh, for Matt, for Calvin, for Fred. I'm Josh Chernoff. And we will see you next time talking with friends.